0: hey everyone and welcome to animate the world a show about two friends and their love letter to animation in all its wonderful forms i'm your co-host kelly Smimo.
1: and i'm richard Munari,
2: and i'm meowf <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pokemon in the background there. Richard, did you let someone into your house again? What did I tell you about locking doors? I
2: I hacked in. Oh god, she hacked into the mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, I am Ravenna Teelstrom, and uh I'm jumping on the ship for an app. Ep- <laughs> and what are your credentials? Because we're experts Oh, oh yeah. In this field. I need credentials. Um, I was in anime club with these losers for a little bit. And I've watched some animes <laughs> and other animated features. So, so there. That's it? Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> You're more qualified than I am.
2: Well, I can vouch for
0: Ravenna because unlike what most of you know is that I actually created Ravenna in the lab. Yeah, that's My true. sophomore year. <laughs> um, and everything wrong with her anime-wise is my fault. Can <laughs> be traced back to me.
2: Yeah, it was pretty much just because of you. I hold this burden uh, close to my heart,
0: and I'm also very disappointed in myself.
2: Well, it's not totally you. I watched Card Captor Sakura long before Woo! we met. <laughs> Woo! That- but uh, that was the extent. <laughs> <laughs> Until I ruined you. Yeah. But Cardcaptor Sakura's back, baby, so yeah. now, now I can have a completely smumo free viewing experience. <laughs> Which is what everyone longs for. Exactly. <laughs> is that what I'm
0: hearing? Yeah. That hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. Ravenna, you might get asked to leave the podcast oh, no. at any point. I want you to remember. <laughs> we will make you drop the call.
1: We'll call security and ask you to leave.
0: <laughs> Richard's security is just himself.
1: <laughs> oh, I
2: can take Richard.
1: <laughs> Sir, I'll have to ask you to leave.
0: <laughs> okay, Richard, what's our question of the week? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, also, quick note, I, I'm realizing this now in horrible shame, but I was out at a bar last night called a dueling pianos bar, and so my voice is thoroughly shot. So <laughs> Wait, did and,
2: you duel pianos?
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't duel pianos. I, I never really trained on dueling, but...
0: Did you reenact the scenes from Slope Kids?
1: Yeah, yeah, where people slap each other in the face with gloves. No, this was classic <laughs> duel. Ten paces each way, turn around and fire your pistols. But,
0: I thought you threw pianos at each other.
1: <laughs> requires a lot of upper body strength. But uh, if I have a crack, bad voice, um, that's why. So just a heads up.
2: Yeah, you do sound awful. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You only have to speak a third of the time now because I'm Thank here. You. Yeah.
1: God, thank, thank
2: you. That's Ravenna's not- actually
0: just another like consciousness of Richard. Yeah, that's She's the reason I'm here.
2: Actually, I realized you guys because Richard, you're you're half Japanese, right? Yeah. Um, I realized because I'm a fourth Japanese. Me being here still keeps the overall Japanese ratio. Um, oh my God, you're right. I think it's like exactly a fourth overall, <laughs> with me not here and with me here. So, you know. So I'm not upsetting the balance.
1: No, wow, okay. this is perfect. You're the only person we can let on our show.
2: It's a very tenuous balance. I did the math,
0: yeah. <laughs> we can't do any math, so I'm really glad you're here, Ravenna. Thank yes. God. To
1: yes.
2: fill that part of the show. <laughs> Special guest, mathematician. <laughs> Ravenna Tilstrom. Please don't make me do math, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Richard,
0: what is our question? Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, this is what it's
0: like, Ravenna, every week. <laughs> he just coughs a lot.
1: Our question for the week is uh, tangentially related to anime. What? <laughs> <laughs> what cosplay have you always wanted to do, but because of time, energy, or resources was simply just unable to do. Now I can start this off with telling a little story about a trainer sprite called the Pokemaniac oh my god! I love Pokemon trainer sprites. And what? I, like in the game-
0: I never knew this about yeah, you. Yeah,
1: no, it's this little quirk I have. It's, it's one of those things that makes me fun uh, is the fact that I love Pokemon trainers and their sprites in the video games and how they're realized in the anime. I think that sometimes it's really funny how they try to do it in the anime, but the Pokemaniac is this trainer who cosplays Pokemon. And so I would, but see the funny thing about the Pokemaniac is that this person does a really crappy job and they only do half of the cosplay. And so what I want to do is somehow do that, have a t-shirt with like a picture of Pokemon and then just have the legs which is what the Pokemaniac has. The problem with the Pokemaniac Sprite is that the legs are like really big and really thick and they don't fit the trainer. Now, I don't want to do a half half-budded, a half-budded job of this. I want to do a full, good job of this. So it has to be accurate.
2: Full I have fursuit. No,
1: exactly, full. <laughs> fursuits. <laughs> but like, I don't know how to I make mean, legs look good, but also look bad. In the way that they do Okay, the do you want me
0: to tell you how it works? As resident cosplay expert on this podcast, I can tell you how to make this. How?
1: Like, they're like...
0: Thick. The secret is foam padding inside. What?
1: I'm writing yeah, this down. Yeah, you like...
0: So you make the suit out of fleece, and then you stuff it with foam padding. You, like, can glue it into the inside or just stick it in, um, in those shapes. That's how a lot of furries do those, like, their hind legs like that. They make them look like hind legs. It's, just, it's literally just foam
1: padding inside. Oh my god, wait, 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 you guys, you guys, you, I just remembered something very important. So, remember that furry that we saw at, um...
2: <laughs> at, at Sakura Sunday? Sakura Sunday? The, I the literally green. was thinking about that furry. <laughs> oh, the, the really good dog one? dog head guy, yeah. Him.
1: So... His
2: mouth was
1: moving. I, his mouth was moving. I was on my dad's Facebook recently. Um, oh, my God. And my dad does open mics and It was California. your dad No, time. my dad wasn't the furry. But <laughs> I saw he had pictures up. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys, that fursuit is the exact same fursuit. You in saw Africa him? On Sunday. So my dad was clearly hanging out with this guy in a fursuit, and it made me really happy to see. I'm like, what a small world.
2: Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, that guy really impressed me. I've always wanted to, like, know how they make the mouths move. It was Mm -hmm. so dynamic and realistic. So dynamic. There's definitely videos of that online somewhere. I don't know how it works, though.
0: It's a hinge, I guess? But I don't know how they make it so that it moves with your jaw. Crazy.
1: I won't question the the magic and majesty of nature's greatest mystery, the fursuit.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go next because it's tangentially related to this. <laughs> because so I'm in the process of re-watching From the New World with my roommates. <laughs> Boy. And I've always wanted to cosplay from the new world. Poop rat. And I've always wanted to know like which one I would cosplay. And part of me wants to cosplay the main girl, Saki, because her outfits are interesting. But, but I know, uh, deep in my heart, <laughs> I really want to cosplay um, Kiromaru, Madu <laughs> who is the sexy monster. Poop rat! The poop rat. That's a spoiler.
2: Oh, shit. Um, Um,
0: I'm sorry. so From the New World, has these creatures called monster rats. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but basically they're like the human slave labor. And uh, there's like different colonies of them. And the Great Hornet Colony, which is the best, the most loyal one to the humans, is led by this really tall and like almost wolf-like rat um, who is the best-dressed rat in the entire show. And he has like really cool aesthetic going on. And so if I had the talent and the fursuit knowledge, and also the want to be in a fursuit, because that's the big thing. I don't want to... It's too hot. I'd die. I'd overheat. If I had all that ability and the desire, that's who I would cosplay.
2: Wow. Uh, I feel like I should complete the fursuit trifecta here. (laughs) I was going to say something else, but now I'm like, yeah, you know? Like, (laughs) hey, you know what I should do? I should cosplay one of the Hottiful Boyfriend... characters (laughs) characters or <laughs> yes. of course all birds but just like in their bird form you know people so usually Oklasan? people usually do the human forms but you gotta go realistic but that would be way too hard yeah but uh, the other thing i was thinking of was i mean any characters with really cool armor i've always like from from of course i am the uh, resident fate nerd um <laughs> So, like, characters with really good armor, like Berserker from Fate Zero, or Saber of Red from Fate Apocrypha, that have just really cool, full-body armor. Mm-hmm. I know it can be done, and I've seen all the cool tutorials, but <laughs> I just don't want to be, you know, gluing cardboard and foam together for that long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love working with foam, though. It's so fun. I recommend I've made some armor before. It's not as bad as it looks. It's hard to walk in,
2: because
0: mm. like it's not that as flexible as you want it to be when you're walking around. Like I had a, a bracer on my arm for a day, and it was like really hard to use the arm, yeah, to bend it right. But other, but it's not that difficult to make itself, as long as you put in the effort and have the stuff ready. But that's yeah, a good see, I don't want to do that. Armor. Follow your dreams. <laughs> Live the dreams. My non-furry cosplay (laughs) dream, I guess. (laughs) It's... Well, so this is interesting, is that when I was in high school, I was super into Italia, and I don't want to get into that, but... (laughs) I always wanted to cosplay America, and none of my friends would do it. And the, the thing about those costumes is that they're really simple, so they're only fun when you're in a group, and so mm. since no one would, would do it with me, I just never did it, and I spent years, like, with this desire, and then I stopped being into Italia. and now it's just like, huh, Aww.
1: what could have been?
0: I should have just done it, honestly, because I really wanted to, but... Yeah, it's was, over. You can't go out in yeah. public in a Italia cosplay anymore. <laughs> I can't do that. Hell no. can't. Never again. So, that's like, you know, a lost chance. Maybe it's for the best. I don't know.
1: Kelly, I will watch Hetalia, no. get into it, and then do it with you. Because I am no. so... You can't... Ha- a dream deferred something something. You can't let this happen, Kelly.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm okay to close the doors on that then one.
1: Then will you do my on Shoujo Nozaki-kun group cosplay, please?
0: I will do that! I want to <laughs> be Kashima so bad.
1: Yes, Please! I wanna be
0: Prince Kashima. That would be really badly.
1: All my friends
0: I will do that in a heartbeat. Who would you wanna be?
1: I really want to be Waka because I love him (laughs) and I really like him and Seo. I think they're great.
0: (laughs) Okay, perfect. So we'll make perfect sense as Kashima and Waka.
1: David's gonna be Seo. We've already talked about this. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, yes!
0: (laughs) Yes. I need a Hori Senpai. (laughs) Yes. Someone needs to tuck their tie into their shirt pocket.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> critical. Oh God, is that what he does? I've never noticed. It's yeah, Woody Senpai
0: just does that. He just puts his tie in a shirt pocket oh, and it makes no sense and no one comes. <laughs> and I see it every time. Any other cosplay dreams deferred?
2: They really all seem to be things that are, like, kind of just uncomfortable and time-intensive, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Or just socially unacceptable. <laughs> I've...
2: A cosplay aside, one thing I've always sort of dreamed of is being in a centaur costume. And this dream was partially realized (laughs) in freshman year of college, when Kelly and I were slept near in our weird college LARP event.
0: (laughs) That happens every year.
2: It wasn't very realistic, though. I've always just, you know, wanted to have that beautiful, graceful horse body- Um. Even if I have to be the butt, it's a sacrifice. You can do this.
0: You just get you make a horse body and put wheels on the back, and then you walk around with it. I
2: don't want wheels. (laughs) You want another human body. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or like a robot legs or something. Something. Mm, Okay. Get on that. Yeah. Yeah. I've
0: always kind of wanted to cosplay a mermaid, but like walking around would be a nightmare.
2: Yeah, but they sell those for swimming purposes.
0: Yeah, I know, but I would be at a convention and die. True, true.
1: You Just stay in the, the would be that I would be Haru the
0: mermaid, <laughs> and it wouldn't
1: work out. Just like flop forward, or like slither.
0: No, what, what I need is a Makoto to carry me everywhere.
1: Oh, that'd good. good.
0: I don't have that. So dreams deferred yet again. <laughs> all of my dreams are not accomplishable. Because, first of all, no one knows what Shinseki Gayori is, so not only would I be dying in a fursuit, no one would get it. Would you
1: read poop pre-poop or post-poop?
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> pre-poop rat. Oh, God. I didn't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, because I mentioned once you get into a fursuit, you can't take a poop. You have to do it before what? or after.
2: God. Richard, Richard, Richard I, we're Kelly corrected me with this. The poop is a spoiler. You can't talk about the poop. It's like, oh my God,
1: I keep forgetting. I'm just really excited about.
2: Literally the last two episodes we keep spoiling. God,
1: ignore everything. We're going to bleep that. All of it.
0: <laughs> Delete the All poop. of it bleep. Yep. All right, Richard, can I get my music sting? Oh. Or if Ravenna has a song.
2: Oh, uh. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do,
1: do.
2: <laughs> Kelly's Current Corner.
1: Yay, wow, you knew what to say. That was Richard so Richard never says it. He makes yeah. me say it. I just oh. wait. I just leave a little bit of awkward silence afterwards. But that was a whole package right there.
0: Yeah, thank you. Kelly's current corner is alive and well. <gasps> Woo! I have not watched any no stuff. Because <sighs> I'm a disaster. But I did watch the first episode of Osumatsu-san, season Yay.
1: two.
0: And I'm here to tell the world that the boys are back, and they're just as awful as we remember them to be. And it was simultaneously the worst episode I've ever seen, and the best episode I ever saw. Um, specifically the first half was the worst thing, and then the second half was the, oh god. Because there's, like, this point where, like, all the characters become different animation styles, including 3D. And then they actually talk about an issue that we talk about a lot on this podcast, where the... Kotomatsu, who's the sixth brother, appears, and he's like, oh my god, he's reached his final form! Live action! And it's just this real person in a toto mask doing the peace sign, and it's simultaneously the funniest and scariest thing I've ever seen in any show. I'll send you guys an image.
2: Oh, I have seen it! (laughs) I don't want to again.
0: I love it. I have it saved on my desktop. And then, outside of Osumatsu-san, I started the- I watched the first episode of The Ancient Magus Bride, which was something I mentioned last week, which was the one about the girl who gets sold to, like, this mage who has a skull for a head, and it was good. It was, like, a lot of exposition-y stuff, but it's the first episode, and the animation's really good. Uh, I like the characters a lot already, Um, but I am weirded out a little. Because, like, the mage guy is really nice, and he's like, you'll be my mage apprentice now. That's why I bought you. You're free now. You can just be my apprentice. And she's like, okay, this is kind of weird. I don't know what's happening. And then at the end of the episode, he's like, all right, bride, come with me. And she's like, excuse me? And he's like, oh, that's also part of the plan at some point. And I'm like, um, what? And then it (laughs) ended. Okay. That was a little weird. But I'm going to keep watching and see how it goes. (laughs) Richard, do you got anything?
1: I unfortunately do. Um, so... (laughs) uh so last week we talked about uh all the different things we're excited for this upcoming season and uh i said i listed like five things uh i watched two out of the five things and they were both Wow! and i'm really sad about that
0: wow that's like actually a good record for you of actually watching a thing
1: yeah i mean usually i just don't do it so like wow (laughs) it's a new year for richard um what
0: were the two things
1: do you remember that one about the wife who goes home to her stay-at-home husband? Yeah, industry? the one I thought
0: looked like garbage.
1: Yeah, it turns out <laughs> it kind of was.
2: Wow. Who so, could have
1: expected this? Yeah, definitely. Um, It was fine. It was just a bit too sexy. Her boobies <laughs> were a bit too big. <laughs> For Richard's fragile heart. For her fragile, innocent heart. It was just a bit too much about her boobies. Um... But the sad thing is that this one was much better than Black Clover. Um, <laughs> Which as... I also
0: <laughs> said was garbage. That's the one with the opening or the summary that was everything.
1: Yeah, it was literally every like shonen anime ever created. Um, so Black Clover, I was really excited for it. It had mages. They have grimoires. It looked really cool. And Kelly, in her infinite wisdom, said, Richard, this looks like crap. And I said, no. I refuse to believe <laughs> So, um, I watched it. The main character is one of the most annoying main characters I've ever encountered in my entire life. And it's not just his writing. His voice is just terrible. It's just awful. Richard, can I ask
2: you a question?
1: Oh, yes, please.
2: I haven't seen anything about this, but I'm just going to make an educated guess. (laughs) Is the main character protag guy, does he have black hair and green eyes?
1: Close, he has gray hair and green eyes, but that's very impressive. I feel
2: like all (laughs) animes like this have a pro tag that looks like that.
1: (laughs) Definitely, absolutely. Um, it's kind of like a Hinata Kageyama dynamic between he and his friend, where like he's small and can't do magic, and his friend is tall and is great at magic. Um (laughs) but the thing is, um, have either of you seen Bob's Burgers and like the character Linda? Yes. She goes like ng 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 ng. Yes. He's constantly doing that, and it's awful. It's really annoying. What? Wait, just like in his speech? <laughs> no, he's so so. Like he'll be like, oh, "I'm so mad that I'm so short." Ng 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 ng. Wow. And, how uh, old is yeah. this character
0: supposed to be? He's
1: supposed to be fifteen, but like, gross. It, yeah, it's not a great time for anyone. Um, so. Stay away from this. This is my public service announcement. Stay away from Black Clover. Don't go near it. Don't touch it. How many boobs
0: control. were in Black Clover?
1: Very only one, and they were nuns' boobs. Only so one like,
0: boob. Only, no, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one pair of boobies, but they were nun boobs, so they counted for like five. Not that oh. they were very large. Great. Great. Yeah. Great. 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 Ravenna,
0: do you, ha, did you watch anything this week? Pops? I did,
2: yeah. In preparation for this, actually, um, mm, okay. I'm gonna just kind of hop onto Richard's title and have Ravenna's Rambunctious Room because wow. we both what have, about these, we have Ravenna's this... Riveting Roulette. I mean, Ooh. I guess, but like, I just that's too much work, and we have the same initial. Whatever. <laughs> the point is, I watched some anime. Um, so first off. As the Fate fan, I have been watching some Fate Apocrypha. Um, I have not caught up entirely, but I've been watching it and it's been pretty good. Um, as usual, there's been a lot of kind of historical flashbacks to old servants' lives, like Mordred and their rebellion against King Arthur, which I always find are the most interesting parts of an anime. Um, and then there's also been a lot of... Of any anime. Of, of when any they anime, exactly, food. yeah. <laughs> um, it's always a good time. And then there's been lots of magic and fighting, which is also fine, I guess. Yeah, it's one of those animes that I feel like is much better binge-watching all at once. Right. So that's what I would recommend. And I also, specific just for Kelly... I yeah. tried to find where I had last stopped watching Hunter X Hunter, <laughs> <laughs> and I watched a couple episodes. And, and Richard also I, loves Hunter X Hunter. <laughs> loves Hunter X. Hunter. That's true, but Richard hasn't been like telling me to watch Hunter X Hunter. True,
1: true, definitely <laughs> for a million for the
2: past three years. <laughs> so I watched a couple episodes. And, I mean, I, I, they weren't amazing. I think I'm just in a bad arc. Where, where are you? Okay, so it was right after these the, the spiders had, like, killed a bunch of people. and Oh, um, yeah, I hate that. And then a bunch of people are trying to take them out, including, like, a nasty worm guy and a guy. Oh, uh,
0: I know exactly yeah, where you're at.
2: Bites, and another guy who has body hair that he can make spiky and another guy who just, like, spits leeches into people's veins oh, yeah, um, and all of them died because they sucked um, <laughs> and uh but that's fine you know i understand that hunter x hunter is a lot about people dying in really horrific ways but i did get to watch Kuropika lose his cool for a little bit and like get all Scary with his chains and chain people up. So that was fun, I guess. <laughs> Literally nothing from the actual two main characters of this Oh, yeah, they're not really in show. that. Don't worry. Okay. The ants are coming. The ants are coming. Oh, I don't know what that means, but okay. Actually, more excitingly,
0: Greed Island is coming. That's what's next for you, and that's I the best
1: love art. Greed Island. So good.
0: Get to be in a video game, Ravenna. You're going to love it. I do love video games. So...
1: You get cards. Cards are fun.
0: Cards and video games. Wow. And sadness.
1: And sadness. Bombs.
0: Bad. Yeah, so that's
2: the uh, end of my corner.
0: Okay, thank you for the Fate update, because we neglect Fate, because we're both just Fate Zero fans.
2: Yeah, well, it's it's good. There's a lot of Fate animes that are going to be coming out. There's the Fate Extra one, which is an adaptation from a video game, and then there's also other stuff that isn't. Anime Waver Velvet just got a new manga. Okay, I won't talk about that anymore.
1: <laughs> Are you serious? Really? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh. Ravenna is a licensed waver.
0: Person you can get her at your <laughs> parties. She'll come and assume the position and cry.
2: Stop talking about the position. He's an adult <laughs> now. He's more dignified. He smokes. Cigars. If you watch
0: Fade Zero, nine times out of ten, if Waver is on the screen, he's in the position, which is face down ass up. Don't talk about oh him like that. Kelly. <laughs> like nine times out of ten. I'm
2: very protective.
0: <laughs> he is in that pose.
2: Look it up. No. Go back. He's, review the tapes. He's very dignified now. He's a teacher and he's uh teaching Oh, he was in an episode of Faye Apocrypha I watched. Because he's, like, kind of talking on the phone to people and trying to stay relevant by giving them information.
0: Desperately. Desperately. (laughs) Desperately. Everyone review the tapes. You'll see I'm right.
2: The tapes of what? Oh. The Fate Zero. No, stop talking about Weaver and his butt.
0: (laughs) 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 Alright, Ravenna. So, for this next part of the episode, I've given you a lot of trust, and I'm very scared. Um, Richard and I are now at your mercy...
2: You're steering the ship, and I don't know where you're taking. Yeah, okay. Be so, um, for the next half an hour, I'm just gonna talk about Waver Velvet. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I want to talk about something uh, which is very broad, um, but I am going to be talking a lot about a anime called Revolutionary Girl Utena. Oh, God. Um, oh. Which is now, I think, my favorite anime in the world that I have ever watched. I oh, watched wow. it recently. It's so good, you guys. It's so good. But I don't want to just talk about the anime because neither of you have-, have. Have either of you seen it? Nope.
1: First two nope, episodes?
2: Nope. Yeah, first, yeah of- first two episodes. Yeah, first two episodes. <laughs> okay. We saw the staircase a lot. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to talk about the staircase. And the reason <laughs> I'm going to talk about the staircase is because. Revolutionary Girl Utena is very good at making an anime based on very little budget. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And the repetitive staircase is one of the ways in which it does that. So we're going to be talking about ways to save your budget if you have no money and you still want to make an anime. (laughs) Wow, I can help with this topic with my knowledge of Evangelion. Yeah, exactly. I thought you would. Yeah, I guess the staircase is a good place to start with that. Basically, the staircase is a two-minute sequence that happens... Like, nearly every episode of Revolutionary Girl Utena, And no, it's not the opening, because it has that. The opening, you know, is sort of... You expect that to repeat every episode. But this is an additional two minutes of the same animation that occurs uh, every single episode, or actually maybe every other episode or something like that, because it's the sort of psyching you up for the duels. Re- I should talk about what Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant is about. <sighs> Revolutionary Girl Utena is a show about a girl named Utena who was visited by a prince when she was very young and was so inspired by this interaction that she decides to become a prince like person um, rather than a princess or anything like that. And so uh, the show is about her as a high school student at Otori Academy where she is a very tomboyish girl. She wears the boy's uniform instead of the girl's uniform. She plays sports and practices sword fighting. And she's sort of like... She stands but she has out. long hair. She has long hair, yeah. But but she- that's okay, because in this universe, so do all the men. <laughs> yes, all the boys have very pretty long hair also. Um, And so after her best friend is humiliated by one of these misogynistic... Nasty, long-haired, beautiful man. Um, <laughs> Utena challenges him to a duel and, in doing so accidentally, ends up um, getting drawn into this very surreal competition known as the Rose Duels, which are fought over possession of the Rose Bride, um, a girl named Anthe Hememia, who is basically engaged to whoever is the current winner of the duels. So, <laughs> that sucks. That um, sucks. And so, yeah, it's about this weird cycle of people essentially trying to duel Utenna for Anthe, um, and it's about friendship, it's also about very, okay, it's subtextual in the show, but in the movie it's very not subtextual. It's about Anthe and Utena's blossoming love, because (laughs) this is about sword lesbians. Um, And it's about rejecting strictly defined gender roles and abusive relationships, trigger warnings for a lot of abusive relationships, especially sibling abuse. Um, Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, And um, it's about growing out of childhood innocence. It's also very surreal and full of symbolism, and this is partly I don't want to say it's because they have no money, but <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly a factor, I think, in all the symbolism and just, like, you know, weird shots of roses for for a while are <laughs> symbolism and maybe we don't have much money. Um, so you know the drill, Kelly, regarding... Yeah. Yeah, just kind of linger on this shot for a while. <laughs>
0: Really capture this emotion.
2: Yeah, really drag it out just to just to get the point across. Um, so what are these
0: like iconic stills? Because at least in Evangelion, when you can clearly tell it's the budget, those moments have become like iconic and kind of not praised but like delighted by the fandom of like ah yes, the elevator scene where we're yeah. gonna stand here and watch these two characters stand in an elevator for, like, two minutes and not do anything and then sneeze at one point
2: and then leave the elevator. I mean, that was so iconic that it was redone for the huge budget movies, right? But that's also because I think
0: the creator of Evangelion, Hideki Anno, also hated his fan base a lot (laughs) for what they were doing, and I think that was also just an FU. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of discussion about that. Um, but stills like that, the the famous still where the robot's holding the angel, I'm mm-hmm. um, using non-spoilery terms, for a good three minutes, and you're just really like, yeah, this is a powerful moment. Is my screen frozen? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? And then it keeps going. So I was just wondering, are like, the staircase is definitely one, but are there other like iconic, beloved moments that
2: are basically just,
0: you know, time fillers?
2: Um, I don't know if I can call them moments, but imagery, certainly, because uh, it's a very self-contained show in that it basically only takes place at Atori Academy, which mm. is in itself a metaphor. They can't escape this um, cycle that they're stuck in. It's all allegory. Um, but it's also literal. <laughs> they literally can't escape. Um, So, you know... Every background by season two, basically, you've seen already.
0: <laughs> um, but that know. also begs the question that since you had... Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant had us a season two. Why did they not... Were they not doing well enough to get more money?
2: So, I don't know. I don't exactly know the background between uh, behind their budget and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... So I can't really answer that. Um,
0: Okay. But it's... I'm just
2: curious. I won't say it's completely the same. Between seasons, um, there's differences in the sort of classic repeated sequences. So for season one, the classic repeated sequence is the staircase. Um, And by the way, I mean, the staircase, it's ridiculous that they have, you know, the same thing all the time. Um, But... (laughs) I never got tired of it. It was such an iconic moment and I think of it sort of in the same terms as you know uh magical girl animes. Yeah, the transformation sequences. Right. Um they're I there was to kind the of psych you up for a battle and that's exactly what the staircase scene does cuz it's right before But it's duel. she's just going up a staircase. I know, but it. there's also a really good song <laughs> in the background and it's talking about uh it's it's <laughs> great. <laughs> Um, actually, it's kind of sidetracking for a moment because I wanted to also talk about transformation sequences in magical girl animes, because that's definitely a budget saver. Oh, yeah, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But, yes, definitely. But going back to something like Cardcaptor Sakura, Richard. Um. Yeah, that puts it on its head. I'm she, listening. She has a different outfit every episode, huh?
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. They not only had to design it, but they also had—I guess—they had to animate it with her doing that. Like, I mean, half of them, I feel like she's in her pajamas for some reason. That might just be my memory being wrong. <laughs> she is
2: in her pajamas for a lot of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's a really good point that they like went through the because like she, they have that that standard transformation, but they definitely put in like those cute little outfits that Tomoe makes her.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot of things in other anime that I feel like has the same sort of repeated sequences, um, but they spice it up in some way. Mm. Uh, Like, hmm, okay, this is an anime, but Disney reuses animation all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, and, And that's not... I'd say that's for more than just saving budget, maybe. It's also... Saving time. If, okay, I guess time is money, but... It, it's You know, they've kind of uh, determined this evokes a particular emotion. So they're like, mm. well, this works. Um,
1: <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah,
2: exactly. There's a lot of things in Utena where characters, especially in duels, because, you know, they're dueling all the time, um, characters sometimes have the same animation, but in Utena, it's often... I think, sort of drawing parallels between characters because they're in the same sorts of poses. Like, later on in season three, um, some of the characters start wearing, like, color-swapped outfits of the <laughs> Rose Bride <laughs> where they just change the color palette, but it's that outfit. Um. How many episodes are there of Vutenna? There's three seasons, so that's three 12-episode seasons. Okay. Holy cow. And um, season two and season three are very heavy. <laughs> <laughs> like, season one is about um, defying gender roles and, like, kind of escaping sexism, I guess. And then you get into season two and three, and I don't want to spoil everything, but, like, there's some sexual abuse. <laughs> oh, no. Oh,
1: gosh. Like,
2: it sort of Jeez. gets to the point where every episode is sort of like... <sighs> That was a rough one. (laughs) Like, every episode. But at least you got that staircase, though. Well, the staircase gets traded in. Um, The staircase isn't in season two and three as much, because instead of... They actually made a new sequence. Amazing. Um, In season two, the sequence is... A bunch of the secondary characters get their chance to shine. And by shine, I mean enter a hell elevator... That is masquerading as therapy, and slowly like go down while talking about their inner agonizing thoughts. While this <laughs> elevator is making creepy noises, and there's like coffins in the background, so that happens every episode for a while. Um, what is it with elevators? I
1: don't. Just like know. moving up and down is an important thing. I it's see
2: in this allegory. <laughs> um, the more allegory you have, you have the less you have to animate. Um, and then in season three, uh, they actually, <laughs> this is really funny, instead of going up the stairs, um, they actually just find an elevator <laughs> so they don't have to walk up the stairs anymore. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> so this is a different elevator.
2: though. It's a different, the, the therapy elevator was in a different building that contains, oh gosh, I don't want to spoil things. Never mind. Okay. It's just in a different building. <laughs> Great. Wait, there's a lot of elevators now that I'm thinking about it. Weird <laughs> <laughs> metaphors. Someone's got an
0: elevator fetish over there in Japan. Yeah. They're into it. They're into the elevator. They're
2: into the elevators. So, yeah, there's a lot of um, repetition, but, again, it's to psych you up for the duel, and it kind of keeps in with the theme of the show, which is sort of like you're stuck in this cycle, it's all a play, and you can't get out of it. There's, like, a carousel at some point to really drive that metaphor home of, like, you're just going around in circles and you're not accomplishing anything. So I guess the point is, if you don't have money, make an anime about how, like, everything is repeating and you're stuck (laughs) in repetition. Yeah,
0: question, does Utena rely on, does any of the episodes, are they clip shows? That is a classic. Oh my god, That a anime budget.
2: Is a really interesting question, question. Because there are three clip show episodes. Oh
1: my god. Um, <laughs> one per because, season? Oh my god.
2: Well, yeah, one per season, basically. Um, but, and and one of them, one of those episodes, is about the comic relief character, Nanami. Essentially, just her evil plots failing against the protagonist. Um, so that's not... That's pretty much just watching her be funny, um, but the other two have really big plot twists in them. <laughs> so,
0: like, they're, so they're not skippable. They're
2: not skippable. No, mm. in fact, which like, is one of the clip, the last clip show episodes is maybe the biggest wham episode of the series. Um, wow. Because it's but that's how they
0: get you, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like shows where they're using a clip show to be because of budget, not because they need to recap stuff. They make it so it's not skippable, Mm -hmm. so it is like an episode, yeah. And I think with shows which just they need the clip show because it's been three hundred episodes and no one knows what's happening anymore. (laughs) It's just it's a very skippable thing. It's literally just a clip show. It's like listen, some of us just need to get back on track.
2: Yeah, like Uh, the third clip show in Utana is. essentially reorganizing past events from the main antagonist's point of view. Um, uh. And so there's, like, little bits of him spliced in there, like, setting these scenes up, essentially, from behind the scenes. And then the ending is... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, guys, please watch your title. <laughs> You're making yeah. me
0: want to watch it, which is interesting, because I was told by a good friend to never watch it.
2: I can. It so okay, I really can understand why they said that because for two reasons: a, it's incredibly surreal, so you never really know what's going on and how much of it is real. Um, an example of that is I think this is also kind of related to budget in that, uh, especially in in the first season and third season mostly, actually in all the seasons, there's these scenes of the student council members talking, and. That's like every episode, so it can get boring because they're just talking on their student council roof. So it's using the same, reusing the same assets and the same characters. So in order to, I guess, spice this up a little, there's always something very weird happening during the (laughs) student council meeting signs, like a baseball game happening Like right in the middle of them talking or a train going by or like balloons floating up and it's never something where you're like this can't be actually happening like they're (laughs) they're throwing baseballs right next to them Um, (laughs) and there's a train on this roof building like so it's all just like what is going on and I think a lot of what makes Utena interesting even though it doesn't have a huge budget, is half the time you're kind of entertaining yourself by just being like, what does this mean? <laughs> um, Richard, I know in the past you said you liked shadow plays, and that's a huge part of Utena. Every mm. episode there's a little shadow play um, where the shadow girls are kind of doing a little skit that initially seems like it has nothing to do with the episode, but they're all like little metaphor skits about like the lesson of the episode or about what's happening to the characters in the episode. And that often happens right before the big staircase sequence. <laughs> so you can spend those two minutes trying to decipher what the shadow play <laughs> girls were trying to say.
1: There's nothing like foreshadowing done with actual shadows. Like that's very <laughs> impressive. I
2: think it is foreshadowing with shadows. I don't know. I the shadow play girls are maybe the worst part of Utenna in oh no. surrealism because they're just like doing these really funny, stupid skits right after something horrifying has happened, and you're like, "What do you? What is your message, please?" <laughs>
0: um, you have your like conspiracy wall up. <laughs> the shadow girls? No, really. What I all the strings?
2: I can't even talk about the symbolism, because there's so many sites already, like, online, that are, like, explaining Utena. Like, what <sighs> does this mean? None <sighs> of us really know, but we're doing our best to piece <laughs> the clues together. <sighs>
0: um and do you think that like it does have meaning because the big thing with evangelion is that everyone's searching for meaning they're like oh look at all this like christian imagery like what does it mean it's clearly an allegory for this and then hideekano says like no i just felt like it so like (laughs) is it just fans searching for meaning when there isn't meaning or is do you think the creators actually meant for all this or they were just like i like this aesthetic
2: i think i think I think a lot of it has meaning. Certainly a lot of my questions were answered by the end. Okay. Um, A lot of them weren't. But I think... (laughs) Okay, maybe I don't want to say that everything has meaning. Um, This is the show... I'm just going to spoil this about the movie because the movie is like a completely different... It's like a reboot, basically. It is basically like... (laughs) Evangelion. Evangelion. <laughs> yeah. The movie ha- is... And the movie's gayer, just like <laughs> Evangelion. Yeah, the movie's a lot gayer. Actually,
0: well, actually, debatable. <laughs> for hey, hey,
2: they, they they make out naked um, in the movie, so...
0: Okay, yeah, for you, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, It's also the movie where multiple people turn into cars... Um, what? <laughs> Are there yeah, cars in no, this universe? They turn into cars. This doesn't what? happen in the show. It only happens in the movie. They turn into cars. Um,
0: Was this trying to get the male viewers?
1: Ah, uh, boys like cars?
2: Oh my god. We gotta you gotta turn them know. into transporters. You have no idea what role cars play. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? The, 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 um, another one of the repeated sequences in season three is the antagonist taking... Lesser antagonists out on very sexy car rides. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? You. <laughs> I can understand movie. I can understand why people wouldn't really like Utena. And the other reason is that, like I said, it's very heavy. Um, it's one of those animes where, especially in season one, you kind of think, "Hmm, I don't like the way this anime is treating." siblings um and their love for each other it's kind of bad Mm -hmm. um but then in season two and three it very much addresses that and is like yep it's bad (laughs) like (laughs) yep this is very toxic so yeah i think that is good but like i said i can appreciate
0: that as a Evangelion also being a very decisive show with people who actually either love it or hate it, and usually for those same reasons of, like, it's kind of repetitive, the budget's not great, it gets very heavy, the last two episodes are clip shows,
2: which I love. Yeah, please talk about I'm those the clip only shows. Person. I'm what? not, not clip shows, but, like, the scribbly bits, where they just oh, ran scribbly. out of ink Yeah. Yes. Evangelion. <laughs>
0: Had live-action pictures, just stick some of those in there and have, like, a very <sighs> deep, pretentious talk about what life means.
2: That's a great- that's a great way to save money. When you're running out of budget, just <laughs> have it stop being an anime. Just, yeah, just
0: yeah, start taking pictures of, like, an empty theater and, like, a crowd walking. And just have, like, Shinji talk over it about how sad he is. You know, I what? love those episodes.
2: <laughs> You know what I love in anime when they're obviously trying to not animate as much stuff when like some person is talking but their mouth is covered by something. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so they don't It's
2: have... Gendo invented that with the Gendo post. <laughs> yeah. Evangelion invented
0: it by going Yes, my hands are over my mouth because I am an intimidating person, not because I don't want to budget.
2: <laughs> yeah, that happens. Animating this. that happens in a tent a lot with like large bouquets of roses.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> Every show has its aesthetic. That's a thing I noticed in the Ancient Magus Bride is the 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 skull guy, his skull doesn't move when he talks, so it's like, I see what you're doing. Leather, clever, clever. <laughs> I
2: see why everything's so pretty, it's because you're saving your money on this guy. Utenna <laughs> takes it one step forward, and for a lot of scenes of people who aren't the protagonists, just, like, blacks out their faces entirely.
1: Um, i remember I mean, that yeah
2: that's definitely something for the shadow play girls but also there's scenes where t- the people are literally invisible <laughs> like there's this conversation <laughs> happening and there's a big banquet table and candles on it and the sound of people eating but there's no people there
1: are you serious oh my <laughs> like, god Like the haunted
2: mansion <laughs> oh my god i love that's it <laughs> wow
0: okay I will definitely. I'm more intrigued now to actually keep it. So I guess you've done your job.
2: Woo! Can you guys think of any other, like, ways to save animation budget? (laughs) Um, Other ways that.
0: I think, like. The clip show is just the biggest thing. Mm.
2: It's so lazy though. It's so
0: lazy. <sighs> but I don't know, I like how Evangelion spins it where it's a clip show because we're going into the character's mind and he's reevaluating his entire life.
2: Mm, that's so true. It's like
0: I like it when they re wait when they at least try with clip shows to make it somehow different. Yeah. Then, like, just, here's, like, like I used to watch Katakyo Hitman Reborn, and there's a lot of recap episodes in it, and there's literally a recap episode where this guy goes into the hospital to meet a character who's, like, dying in the hospital because of the last arc, but the character dying is the most annoying character, and no one likes him. And he's like, <laughs> we love, and he's like, we all love you, Lambo. Here's what's been happening.
1: And then it's just a clip show.
0: not only do I hate this character, I hate him more for prompting this. For <laughs> just great. lying in the hospital. So I, I do enjoy it when they at least shows try to integrate the clip show into the plot somehow. The not mouth moving. I think a big thing in the anime especially is when you just have those random close-ups to eyes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or like
0: body parts as a person's talking and I'm like, I know you just don't want to show the mouth. I know that's what's happening here.
2: Oh, God, I forgot something about Utena I really need to mention. When they're what? dueling, Um, a, a lot of the times, like, the, the last move of the duel where, like, the winner makes the final move and slashes the rose off their chest because that's how you win, they, like, mm-hmm. run at each other. And then they're both obscured by, like, a rotating graphic of a rose.
1: <laughs>
2: so they don't have to show the fancy sword work. Horrible. I love it. Remember that moment s- in Evangelion where Asuka's having a mental breakdown? Or is it Shinji? Yeah. I can't remember.
0: Well, both of them have them, so.
2: Well, there. there's one where it's just, like, a repeating sequence of... Oh, Asuka, where she's like, hi, I'm Asuka Soru. something, something, nice to meet you, and then that repeats yeah. for, like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Evangelion,
0: they, like, recolor the same scene to be different characters, which is the one with, like, um, Misato slightly naked, leaning forward, and then oh, it's yeah. Rei doing the same thing, and then Asuka doing the same thing, and they just change the hair. And, like, eye color (laughs) to make it those three characters. There's just, like, okay, the entirety of episode 24 is so horribly animated and stilted. um, And it's mostly just stills and Kaoru being there weird and, like, them naked. And, like, just, like, having deep conversations looking on a lake with the characters so far in the distance you don't have to animate anything. Like, not even their, like, shoulders moving when they talk. Just, like, no, they're over there. (laughs) And we're not going to zoom in. And they're saying important things like confessions, yeah. but that's fine. Also, just character design. So like, Ramiel got so much flack in the day, because even oh though he's God, the best yeah. angel, because he's literally just like a tetrahedon, and he just moves around and he screams and he doesn't do anything other than that, really. <laughs> and so it's just this shape that doesn't need to be animated that gets moved around. And I really love, because it got a lot of hate from fans being like, this is clearly you just didn't want to create a cool monster or animate it. So you just move the shape around. Like, literally just a shape. So then in the movie, they make it the most beautifully animated, like, complex thing. That's, like, constantly moving and shooting lasers and, like, breaking apart and going back together. And it's, like, the best F you ever.
1: (laughs) You happy now?
0: I love it. Exactly. And he
1: screams
2: (laughs) so beautifully. (laughs) Oh, God, don't do that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Do you guys remember... That one Steven Universe episode where they had just run out of character animation budget or something. So, like, all the faces were so bad. But it was fine because it was the episode where, like, everyone's body got messed up somehow. Do you remember that? They were in a spaceship um, and they were flying it somewhere and and they went into warp speed or something because Steven messed up. And that caused all the gems to, like... I don't think I saw this one. All the gems started having issues where they couldn't control their body mass or something like that. Richard, do you remember this?
1: I know exactly what you're talking about. And, like, Steven Universe always has this funny thing where it looks as though for a long time they alternated, like, animation groups or, like, people who were doing the art. And so, like, that was one of those episodes where, like, it was really salient. Like, you could really notice that, like... This is a unique art style. And then, like, their bodies get, like, all contorted because they're going so fast. And, like, it it makes it so the gems can't render their physical beings. And so, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's okay that we couldn't really animate faces well. Because they're getting messed up for this episode anyway. Amazing. You just
0: can't cut corners like that with live action. It's the beauty of it. I didn't didn't feel like
2: animating my face today for... For work. for work.
0: Well, Ravenna, that was very enlightening. But we need to move on to the rec room, probably. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, Richard, Wreck of the Week.
1: Wreck of the Week is going to be something very specific and very short. Um, for those of you who uh, do any game of any kind, uh, Sonic Mania came out recently. Uh, and that oh my is, God. is a game about Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, he's had a bit of a rough patch for the past decade or so just bad times (laughs) um but sonic mania came out which was very much like an homage to old um like sonic games um and the trailer for it is what i really want to talk about it uh sort of has this it's like an animated short with sonic and tails and knuckles having a good time like flying through a bunch of different stages and like i barely played sonic when i was younger but still this was very nostalgic but also very beautifully produced and, like, it has this beautiful chiptoony, candy pop soundtrack that I really enjoyed. And also, Dunkey, if you guys know Dunkey on YouTube, has highly rated this game. So, it's, I, I don't feel bad about promoting it right now. So, check out that trailer if you have time.
0: Oh, my God. My Wreck of the Week is kind of from left field. Uh, I really love the YouTube series, You Suck at Cooking. Yes! Which oh my is God. this man who cooks food for you. Not for you, but he cooks food and it's funny. <laughs> but he um, he uses a lot of um, pixelation in his um, videos to kind of, like, animate weird things. So I'm going to recommend two of his episodes. The first one, this is the most popular one, which is Seven Ways to Chop an Onion, where he shows you how to chop an onion in creative ways. And you, you can go see how he uses pixelation in that. Mm-hmm. And then his, uh, the other one I want to recommend is the breakfast sandwich one. I think it's episode five. Um, you don't have to watch these in order or anything like that. There's like 60 of them and they're all about five minutes. But uh, the breakfast sandwich one includes his first kind of show into the ongoing egg saga that um... happens within episodes where he animates eggs having a conversation <laughs> before they say goodbye to each other and die. <laughs> it's very moving um, in loving memory of John and Douglas. So the eggs, thats the, those are their names. And so, I highly recommend them. They're really funny, and it's a really clever way to incorporate, like, animation into real life that more people should do. The end. We'll
2: Thanks. post the links in the, on the app.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. And I'm just going to wreck Utena, because you should watch <laughs> it. boring, Ravenna. You have to pick something else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. I don't know. The Cardcaptor Sakura anime. coming out. Perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. it. All right. And then, Richard, I think you need to thank some people.
1: Oh, God of mercy, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to thank the Fat Rat for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can email us at animatetheworldcast at gmail.com.
0: And a big thank you a to, big. of course... Richard for having to perform with such an awful voice today oh, <laughs> and I think that's everyone we need to thank right
1: thank you yeah I can't think of anyone else who thank,
0: me. thank me
1: thank <laughs> me
0: thank you Ravenna for coming thank you for having me
1: thank you so bursting much bursting into our door it was so forcing good us to you. listen
0: to you ramble about some old cruddy <laughs> it's from 1997 poor show
1: <laughs> holy cow did anything exist like, in 1997
0: Okay. So Eva Eva's older at the yeah. by two years.
1: Oh. Wow.
0: Wait, so is it the twenty year anniversary? It
2: is. They just had a manga come out Happy celebrating Jenna. it. Wow, look yeah. at that. We're timing. Yeah, free. there we go. I planned that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all been in the works
0: this whole time. It's all been leading up to this episode. Mm-hmm. Ravenna, how should we leave the people?
2: Um, I I I have to leave them by saying goodbye forever. <gasps>
1: <laughs> goodbye so,
2: <laughs> goodbye forever goodbye. I hope you enjoyed me and uh we're yeah. gonna send her back into the pit yeah now I'm dying oh goodbye <laughs> oh no
1: goodbye <laughs> goodbye goodbye
2: How do I stop the recording? (laughs)